This is Ben Gillespie interviewing Sanel Breslov, Director of Affairs and Editions at Printed Matter at her home in New York City on July 29th, 2020 for the Smithsonian Institution Archives of American Art Pandemic Project. Could you tell me a little bit about how these past few months have been for you and how your life and work have changed? Um, sure. Well, um, I just want to say thank you, Ben, for the invitation to participate um, in this project. Um, there have been, yeah, a lot of changes um, to the work that I uh, do for Printed Matter. Um, I've been in my role as Director of Fair and Affairs and Editions at Printed Matter for just about uh, two and a half years now. And so um, I've had the, the experience um, uh, to produce uh, three uh, fairs um, that are within the, the model that was, that existed uh, with the art book fairs that Print Matter has produced. Now, this would actually have been our New York Art Book Fair. Um, 2020 was meant to be our 15th year uh, as the New York Art Book Fair. Um, unfortunately, it has been, uh, it was a couple weeks ago, we announced that we were uh, canceling uh, that fair um, and canceling the New York 2020, uh, New York Art Book Fair 2020, as well as the LA Art Book Fair 2020. So Print Matter is a producer of both of those fairs, um, hosted by MoMA PS1 in New York and MoCA for the last six years um, in Los Angeles. And so we, uh, yeah, over the course of the last few months, we came to the realization that the, the, the best, um, way for us to move forward, uh, put our energy of our very small production team um, is to really uh, work on a virtual fair that would combine the New York LA fair that is planned to be happening in early 2021. So getting to that point has been um, uh, a really challenging and difficult uh, process in many ways. Um, the process started, I think, you know, uh, in mid-February to early March when uh, New York uh, and the country really felt like there was this um, major shift in reevaluating what public gatherings are going to be looking like in those months. We were leading into the LAR Book Fair 2020, which was uh, scheduled for the first weekend of April. And um, it was very very quickly we uh, realized that there was this event that is meant to be, um, you know, a, a place for many people to meet, uh, for artists, for publishers, for producers, for collectors, um, from all around the world. You know, this is an event that that hosts um, 30 plus uh, uh, publishers and artists from 30 plus countries. Uh, over 300, sometimes, you know, sometimes close to 350 exhibitors and tens of thousands of uh, visitors. And so this, this um, major event, this, you know, this celebration, this festival was kind of taking the course of what it seemed like a lot of these types of events, um, what was happening to many of these events that, that they were being canceled or postponed. Um, and so, uh, and so following that decision, which was a really difficult one, but I'll, I'll be honest, was we, we 
we have this incredible community of, of people who um, showed utmost respect and warmth and understanding uh, because this was a decision that was made that was difficult for, you know, um, the productions that everybody was working on and the work that they had put into all the publications, all the artwork that was meant to be presented and, and made available for distribution and, and sale to the public. Um, there was, there was this, you know, uh, outpour of, of, um, of just uh, understanding and, and, and care uh, for each other. And so following that cancellation, um, we really were already very much thinking about what the future holds for this kind of event for us as an organization that has come to, um, you know, in many ways rely on this kind of event. You know, um, it's something that we pride ourselves in producing. We pride ourselves in building a platform for this huge international community. Um, and how can we move forward uh, when we may not have an opportunity to do a physical event again? So um, kind of quickly following that, because the fair had already like essentially been produced, um, except for like the event happening itself, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd gathered all the information of the exhibitors, we'd, we'd uh, there was copy written, you know, essentially like we were ready to go to print with like all the catalogs and all, and all the content. Um, we had all of this programming that was already set. We had all of these, you know, there were a lot of publications that were already produced. So we quickly turned our energy toward um, uh, essentially producing the programs that were scheduled. So, uh, you know, today you can go on to our website, the Printed Matter Art, Books, Art Book Fair's website has its own website um, outside of the printedmatter.org um, website. And on there for LA 2020 are uh, a, a, a large um, variety of programs that were meant to happen in person. and we were able within about a month, in the month of April, produce uh, pre-recorded conversations as well as a series of live conversations that were meant to happen online. So what happened out of this was, you know, it was incredibly devastating for many reasons for the production team, for, um, for the organization, for the community at large, that this event wasn't happening. But what emerged for us was, um, was essentially like all the opportunities that online programming is capable of. Um, and the truth is, is that like up until I had taken on this role as director, our programs hadn't been archived at all. And so all the events that were happening at the fair, which were exceptional, you know, there were, there were, um, there were historians and artists that were, you know, that people really flocked to see to the to the fair itself, and we didn't have a, a lot of documentation. Uh, so about two years ago, we started an audio archive of the programs, and this year for LA, we had it's you know something in between. It wasn't an archive of something that happened, but it was you know it was an archive of of what was meant to happen in a different form. Um, and so it really, I think, in many ways, opened our the door and our eyes to like something that was definitely missing from the the in person experience itself. Um, something that we already kind of knew in many ways, like 
that we should be doing a better job of archiving. We should be doing a better job of making the fair accessible to people who cannot attend, uh, either visitors who are on the other side of the world and are not going to make it to New York or, or Los Angeles, um, or uh, exhibitors who, you know, for many reasons, travel, um, visa, uh, expenses make it prohibitive to participate, right? So all, these are these are areas that we realize we already kind of knew the fair could be improving on, um, you know, areas of accessibility essentially. And so this um, this shift that we were able to very quickly turn our attention to online programming we made the fair something that it's never been before. We made it more accessible through programming specifically than it's ever been. And so it was really like through the, that experience, um, we, you know, it really has motivated us to take on this challenge of a virtual fair for 2021 in a really serious way and to like, and to emphasize that, to emphasize that this fair, um, you know, can do things that the in-person fair could not. I mean, there's there's definitely challenges of, you know, of commerce and distribution that art book publishing has always faced. Um, you know, we're talking about uh, shipping of books around the world is just like, it's, uh, it's incredibly challenging for small independent publishers and artists to get their books into the hands of the people who want them. Um, when they don't have a distributor, when they don't have the ability to participate in fairs. Uh, luckily, fair, like art book fairs have actually, you know, expanded quite dramatically over the last few years. There's, there's, I think, um, you know, we count to something like 80 annually that happen now. Um, so there are, you know, the fair has become this like sustainable, sustaining model for distribution for art book publishers. So without the fair, that in-person interaction, that in-person opportunity for discovery, we're now faced with an enormous challenge of how to, um, how to get that work out into the world. Because it, if anything, we are also, you know, as Printed Matter and also just like all the individuals that work on this production and within Printed Matter itself, we really believe in this material and this medium. Like we believe that, that it speaks um, you know, these are the voices that are the most urgent, that have, you know, uh, a lot to say. And it's through the medium of publishing uh, that there is that opportunity. Um, so, yeah, I think that, I think that, you know, I kind of just like, uh, maybe that was like a, a full circle to where we are right now. Um, and we're currently in production um, of this entirely new thing. So, you know, I'm grateful that I had the, I've had this experience of now directing three, three physical fairs. And um, I'm now, you know, we're working, uh, our team is uh, made up of, of two full-time staff and two essentially part-time staff uh, with incredible support from the organization, you know, other individuals within the organization, but we're, you know, we're, we're, we're up for this challenge for sure. I guess like the future, the future, whoever's viewing this will let us know how it went. <laughs> yeah, well, it sounds like uh, you've really, 
adapted amazingly to to very difficult circumstances and um just heading towards wrapping up i guess um what i'm wondering is how do you see the future of the fairs continuing to evolve in a, a post-COVID landscape, even though the pandemic doesn't appear to have a horizon at the moment? Um, but what are the lessons that you'll take from this that you want to inform future physical fairs um, that have that return to materiality? Um, I think that I think that a kind of uh you know, a combination of what we're going to be doing and learning um, from this experience and also having a physical fair is going to be necessary in the future. You know, there are also areas of accessibility that we, um, you know, that we, we have, like I said, we've kind of been talking about them, but it's, this is, strangely enough, um, you know, awareness around like systemic racism and 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 all of the inequity that has been revealed through uh, the pandemic and our own personal experiences during this time have really um, prioritized, you know, what we think this fair and what we think printed matter should be doing and on and for whose voice, like whose voice we should really be a platform for. Um, and so I think that that's going to affect all the work that we do and it'll affect future fairs and it'll affect this coming fair. Um, you know, we, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, it's, it's kind of, we already kind of were do, we were doing this work, but it's, but it's now more urgent for sure. Um, and you know, I, I recall during, you know, some travel that I was doing on behalf of the organization, people asking, like, how do we attend the fair without physically being there? And, um, you know, it's such a, it's a very simple thing in a way, you know, to, to ask this question. And I don't think it's that complicated to also to make it possible. Um, and we want we want you know it's not just about attendance it's also about like getting more eyes on the work itself and on the artwork that is being presented on the publications and and you know creating space for these artists voices so the details we're working it out <laughs> um but it's really it is really exciting you know it's it's um it's hard it's hard work and uh, but we are able now to just also be able to listen more. You know, we've given ourselves a bit of a, a gift and also giving our production timeline more time this time. We, you know, we produce two fairs a year with, you know, four to five months lead up to each. And, um, and so it's, in a way we have, we have the opportunity to like, to, to involve more people from our community and, and listen to what their needs are. And the, the, the distribution aspect of, you know, the, the global pandemics um, will make it difficult for people to get materials out and, and receive materials, let's say, you know, in the mail. Um, but con the content, I think, you know, 
we can do a really good job of being a platform for it. Yeah. Well, and that sounds, that's great. Well, on that hopeful note, uh, I'd like to thank you very much for speaking with me today. Thanks, Ben.